The man went out of his chamber to look towards Vile. It's been three weeks since he was attacked on the shore of the lake and thus far, those dark clouds that besieged the city then haven't passed away. By all means, they seem to have gotten even darker and more sinister than before. Vile is under attack. The enemy has grown fearful and tries to subdue any potential resistance. Those poor souls don't stand a chance against the foe that has come upon them. Why don't we do anything about it? What kind of protection for humanity does the House of the Wise offer if it takes no action against such evil that wreaks havoc right in front of it? The man was furious and felt powerless. Professor Sean smiled softly, but it was obvious he was suffering as well because of the situation. It is not our time to intervene, son of the lake. We cannot risk for the enemy learning of your presence here before you are ready. That would have catastrophic consequences indeed. You said he's fearful. If he's so afraid of me, I should go out and face him. I can't just stand here watching Vile crumble in front of my eyes knowing that I could stop it. Knowing that they are under attack because of me. He is fearful of what you might become, not of what you are now. If you go to him now, he will devour your spirit in a split second, and with it, our only hope of victory. We must be patient. You have to learn to use your power before you can be of any help to anyone. But what about those innocent people? How can you stand idle in front of such suffering? Dash cried the man. Rest assured, friend. We have spies of our own in town. They protect the people and they even manage to neutralize some of the enemy's minions. As long as no one leaves the city walls, they will be relatively safe. You see, the enemy doesn't want anyone to hear about you. He is trying to contain the news of your finding. But nobody knows about me. No one aside from those Kelpies and you know of my powers. There was another who saw your powers. When you were attacked on the lake shore, Erin, the lumberjack, was in the forest, marking the sick trees that were due for cutting down. He saw how you were stabbed, but he also saw how you defeated the Kelpies. And he talked about it. He told everyone in town what he had seen, but there were too few who had ears to hear such a fantastic story. Arim saw me? Is he alright? Sadly, the Kelpies got to him before Ionsch, my student whom I sent to protect him and bring him back here. They learned of his intrusion the third day after their attempt on your life and found him on the fourth. When Ionsch reached Vile he found Arim in his house with his neck slit. That's terrible. Arim was a good man. He had no part in all of this. I'll kill those monsters and make them suffer for every person they've ever touched. It is a cruel fate that he had to endure, that is clear. But his death wasn't completely in vain. He talked about you and what he saw you do. And, even if not many believed him, the news spread and people got new hope. That motivates them to fight and that infuriates the enemy. The man stood there, contemplating on what Professor Sean just told him. Poor Arim, he thought. He was a fair lad who always helped those in need. He didn't deserve to die like that. And certainly not for him. He felt his blood boiling with anger. He had to do something, he couldn't just stand by when people were killed like that. Now, let's not waste any more time. Your body has regained much of its strength in the last weeks. It's time for you to train and learn how to use your ability so that you will have a chance when the enemy will find you. Okay, old man. I will do as you ask of me, but I'll let you know, I will spare no mercy when I find those Kelpies or any other foul creature that serves those killers. And none shall you need, friend. For mercy is a gift for those worthy of it, and our enemy hasn't any merits aside from those of spreading fear and suffering throughout the world. A moment of silence gave the man the chance to focus his attention back to Vile. He felt fury, but he was more determined than ever to seek revenge and justice. So, continued the professor, for the first lesson you'll need to start being present and feel the energy that resides in you. Let it flow freely through your body, but be aware of it. 
close your eyes and take a deep breath. Focus on your breathing, feel it how it enters and exits your body. How it brings life into you and expels the bad. The man looked at Professor Sean but didn't say anything. He thought his training would involve fighting and learning how to handle a sword, but he chose not to protest. He learned to trust and respect the old man in these weeks that had passed. The two men were now standing on the grass, in front of the house of the wise. They both had their eyes closed and were breathing deeply. Professor Sean looked as if he wasn't even there. His body seemed empty of spirit. The man, on the other hand, had problems synchronizing his breath and his mind was running wild. His training has begun.